welcome. Well, you're at home with Jim and Joy, and you are an important part of our EW10 family. And we are delighted that you have welcomed us into your home and we get to spend some time with you. You know, we would love to hear from you. So today we're taking your questions and your comments. It's Monday. Please give us a jingle at 1-800-221-9460. If you are calling and you are outside North America, you can reach us at 205-271-2980. And you can always send us an email with a question or a comment to Jim and Joy at EWTN.com and check us out on Facebook. So it's Monday and you know we put a question out there the week before mm -hmm. and this is the question. How may we and the church at large passionately and creatively promote and promote. creatively promote the sacredness, sacredness and, and wonder, wonder of the human person from womb to tomb. Right, so we want, we want that out there. We that do. question out there in the midst of the culture of this time, in the midst of a post-Roe society mm -hmm. in America and throughout the country and throughout the world, um, because there's different seasons and times. We're in a different season and, and different things are happening. You got states that are going, you know, totally yes. pro-life. You got states now that are putting in their constitution abortion on demand that were once conservative states like Ohio and, and Michigan's passed something like that as well. We need to be thinking creatively. Mm -hmm. How do we put forth with passion and creativity the greatness and the wonder of a baby, of every human being, the sick, the ill, the elderly? How do we Talk about their greatness at every stage and phase of life. How do we speak that? How do we show that through the media? Mm -hmm. So what do you think is successful working? What's working in your family? What's working in the church? In your community where you can have an impact. You know, we just had our annual banquet, yeah. our Her Choice annual banquet. We had that um, last Thursday. Mm -hmm. We had over 400 people. Yeah. Um, a big, beautiful gala event that we had in Jorel. Godsey was our banquet speaker, and he is the president of Heartbeat mm -hmm. International. And you said a beautiful thing about Jorel, that Jorel sits on a perch that gets to see what's happening, not with abortion, just in America, in life states. And he was from the state of Ohio where that bill got defeated and now they have an amendment yeah. to their constitution where it just wipes out all of the other laws right. that they had on their books. And so the war <laughs> is on. You and I have to be creative. We have to be passionate about this issue because do you know what? It's not going away. We might think, oh, Roe versus Wellfade fell, so it's all okay, and we could stick our head back in the sand. Yeah. Well, I'm here to tell you, you and I have to stay awake. We have to be alert, and we have to be creative on ways that yeah. we can be involved, that we can share the truth in love, that we can set the captives free mm -hmm. in our families, in our church community, in our workplaces, wherever we are, we are the voice for the voiceless. We're the voice for those that are unwanted. Unwanted by their parents that created them, unwanted by this culture. Make no mistake about it. This culture is, uh, there's an adverse effect 
like children, pregnancy is a disease. I mean, these are the things that we are saying as a culture. So we need to wake up and get and involved. So, so how do we combat that with our words, with the arts, with media, with videos, with whatever it might be, the, the people who are speaking, that we say life is beautiful, it is wonderful, it is sacred at every phase and stage of life. So the question is, how may we and the church at large passionately and creatively promote the sacredness and wonder of, of the human person from the womb to the tomb? So plenty more to come, and we'll be right back. We want to hear from you today, so please give us your questions, your thoughts. 1-800-221-9460, 1-800-221-9460. We'll be right back. Well, remember that today we're taking your comments and your questions on our show. So if you're watching, we are here. It's live Monday. Give us a jingle at 1-800-221-9460. Outside North America, you can always reach us at 205-271-2980. And you can always send us an email with a question or a comment to jimandjoyatewtn.com and check us out on Facebook. So this was the question. How may we in the church at large passionately and creatively promote the sacredness and the wonder of the human person from womb to the tomb. It's about communication. Yes. And the various forms of communication and, and how, how we connect with people through the word, through media, through however, and where we do that in our marriages, in our family, in the church, in the marketplace. If you've got any ideas, mm. give us a phone call because we really need them at this time. Well, right now we have on the phone with us Camille, and Camille Pauly, she's with Healing the Culture, and they have a great, beautiful ministry, and we've had Camille Pauly on our show before, and she's also done some spots for EWTN. So it's healingtheculture.org, healingtheculture.org. Camille, are you there? I am here. Hi, Jim and Joy. Hey, it's great to have you back on at Home with Jim and Joy, and all of our... Uh, Friends and family love you so very, very much, and Father Spitzer as well, who you kind of work along with there. Um, but uh, yeah, what do you think of the question that we're putting out there today? And, and uh, I, I know you have great resources to help us. What are your thoughts on the question of how we may better passionately, creatively communicate the wonder, the greatness, the sacredness of the human person from the womb to the tomb? Well, I'm probably going to surprise people in saying this, but it's going to be a really easy thing. If you want to do the best that you can for passionately and creatively promoting pro-life, be Catholic. That's number one. <laughs> we can't do any pro-life ministry that's long-lasting and effective and really helps people understand unless we first be Catholic. We have to practice our Catholic faith. There are so many rich tools to it. It's the number one thing you can do to evangelizing people on pro-life is be a good Catholic evangelize other people in the faith, help encourage your pastor to be a strong leader. That's what we're lacking the most in our pro-life ministry, are good, strong Catholics who are living their faith, witnessing their faith, and being joyful in their faith. Mm. So that's number one. 
Number two, I would say we really need to stop freaking out, blaming each other, and getting depressed every time we lose a battle to the devil. I mean, what happened in Ohio was tragic. But I think about the apostles in the upper room after Jesus was crucified, right? They lost the biggest battle the earth has ever known. And, and it wasn't really a loss. It was, there was a resurrection in it. But they were hiding in the upper room until the Holy Spirit came to them, and then they were encouraged. Right? Hiding in that upper room is not a constructive tactic for the pro-life movement. We have to get on our knees, pray for the gift of the Holy Spirit, and get up to fight another day. So that, that's, I think, two really big precursors to doing any kind of activity is first, practice your Catholic faith, number one, and secondly, don't hide in that upper room and freak yeah. out, right? God knows that we were going to lose Ohio, um, you know, when we lost that vote. He knew that abortion was going to have its time of reigning in our nation. He knew that, and in our world. And he allowed all this to happen anyway. There will be a resurrection in this, but not if Catholics aren't being Catholic. Yeah. No, that's a... Excellent words. You kind of simplified it right down. We need Catholics who know what they believe, live what they believe, and, and don't hide uh, their faith, especially the moral teachings of the church, under a bushel. And the, the, the image of Jesus coming to the disciples after the resurrection, going through that door, and, and here they are fe fearful, and he just shows his hands and his side, and he says, Shalom. He says, Peace. And, and so all these things have been swallowed up in his wounds, in his love, and then they were empowered to go out. So I guess we need to ask ourselves the question, am I truly converted, mm -hmm. and am I being renewed every day in the power, in the power of the blessed Holy Spirit? Other thoughts yeah. that you have, Camille? That's right. Well, once you can conquer those, right, live my Catholic faith, and then get out of that upper room, now we, there's tools galore, and there's lots of tools that people can use for promoting pro-life creatively. Every single pro-life Catholic needs to be doing something right now. It's obvious that just because Roe versus Wade fell does not mean abortion is dead. It's raising in other ways, and in some ways, you used to have one ugly devil head, and now it has like 15, 20, 30 mm. devil heads coming up from state to state to state. Right. You know, so if you're a writer, you need to write on pro-life. If you're an artist, create beautiful art on the wonder of life. If you're a mother, teach your children pro-life values. If you're a businessman, educate others when this comes up around the workroom. Your grandparents, log on to our website and show your kids, your grandkids, the beautiful content that we have. Beautiful, fun kids shows. We're coming up with an animated series next. If you're a member of the clergy, get these programs into your parishes. Support pro-life organizations, right? Volunteer. Pray with 40 Days for Life. Send donations to pro-life political organizations. In some way, every single pro-life Catholic should be doing something to promote a culture of life actively using the resources that hundreds of pro-life organizations have available to you. Yeah, and you know, your website is wonderful because you give little 90-second spots, little videos that, especially as we're coming up to the holiday, okay, so we might, we might be that on-fire Catholic, and, but now we need to know how to articulate that in love and in truth. And so right. you, you have those beautiful little spots where people can go and you kind of tackle, you have so many issues about it. So tell, right. tell our family about those little spots that you've done. Sure. So healing the culture's resources are very unique from other pro-life organizations. You don't have to memorize all the facts and statistics and political arguments and he says, she says. What our content does is it helps you reach deeply into somebody's heart where they're already at and move them to something much deeper. So we've got 90-second videos for uh, young adults and, and adults that deal with all these hard questions in ways that are a lot easier than you would think. 
animated features for you know high school kids. We've got a series called Philo and Sophie, which is for little kids that teach yeah. them little concepts like what is real freedom and what is true love and what is real success and, and how does all this tie into valuing the dignity of all human life from womb to tomb. Um, so all of that is free. It's on our website, healingtheculture.org, and uh, there's just something for everybody at any level that you can use yeah. to educate people. Tell us a little bit in, in closing about the uh, Healing the Culture Respect Life University. Like what resources are there? Sure. If you go on our website, healingtheculture.org, uh, you can click on a little link called Respect Life University. It's got a series of programs, like uh, shows that have a whole bunch of episodes for everything from kids to teenagers, young adults, adults. And we're coming up with this, too. The next thing we're filming right now, we have a full film studio in, in Rapid City, South Dakota, and we're filming a series for third and fourth graders that combine animation with live actors interacting with each other that take you on walks through moral dilemmas and how to resolve them, all aimed towards forming them in pro-life ideas and concepts. So if people want to get involved in that, they can come in and work with us, help us with their talents. Um, they can support the programs. It's really expensive, as you know, to do film. Um, especially when it involves animation, yeah. um, or they can pray for our efforts, or just you know email us so that we can let you know when the series comes out. You know that'll be for third, yeah. fourth, fifth graders. Um, but we're always producing new content for all age groups on that uh, healingtheculture.org. Well, Camille, thank you so much uh, for sharing with us today. Thank you for the many contributions that people can see and 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 select there at healingtheculture.org. Healing the culture. Org. God bless you. Keep up your good work. Thank you, Camille. Thank you. God bless you, too. Well, it's an excellent website, and there's something there for everybody, mm -hmm. um, for all age groups. And, you know, you might be dealing with uh, an elderly parent. How do you do that within the teachings of the church? And, you know, because the culture of death <laughs> is, is demanding and directing the way we should live and the way we should die. And we as a people of God, and I love what Camille said, first of all, we have to know our faith. We have to be Catholics. We have to be informed. We have to be empowered. We have all the sacraments working with us and for us, and we need to be able to articulate this. But you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Right. You can go right to the website yeah. where it will give you great uh, advice and wisdom and guidance to navigate all these conversations. And resources from earliest age all the way yes. through all the different arguments videos so that you can see it go to healingtheculture.org joe we have a comment here it said i live in ohio and unfortunately issue one passed our bishops and our priests in youngstown diocese bravely stood up and directed our parishes by prayer biblical communication rosary dedications pondering these voting results and then seeing your post it must start in our hearts and begin within our families and never lose faith in God's plan. And this is from Kara on Facebook. And yes, it may feel like there was a, a battle lost, right? Yeah. But we know who wins the war. And we know how this story ends. You and I, are. this is our time. This is our time to stay in the fight. It was like Camille said, we can't be in the upper room and lock ourselves in out of fear. It's like, okay, so that really went down. You got to take a deep breath. You got to get 
fill yourself up, go run into adoration. That's where I run. I run into adoration. I go to the sacraments, let the church fortify and strengthen us so that then we can go back out and do the work God's calling to. We have Sister Marie on the phone. Sister Marie, welcome to At Home with Jim and Joy. Your question or your comment? Um, I'm a a paralyzed sister here at uh, a nursing home. And I'm, since I can't go out and do anything um, actively, I am a spiritual mother, yeah. and I'm a mother to these children, mm. babies that don't have a mother. Yes. And they need one. Yes. So all day long, I pray for them. Mm-hmm. Prayer converts. I trust in you, Jesus. He'll do it. Yes. Well, thank you, Sister Marie, because that is true. There are many people who watch us who can't get out and be involved or go to the clinics or work at a pregnancy medical center, but they can pray. You may be confined. You may be limited in your mobility and what you can and cannot do, but we always can pray. And the Prayer is the foundation of the movement. You know, sister, the other night at our banquet, because Joy and I helped with a crisis pregnancy center, you know, I, at the banquet I said to the people, it breaks my heart to say this, but the most unwanted, and that word unwanted is so painful, the most unwanted people group on the face of the earth are the preborn. The most unwanted people in the world are preborn children. And you are a mother to them. Mm. And that's huge in the spiritual realm and when, when our Lord returns. So it's a very important role that you play in intercession for those children. And may all of us join you in that so that we could say to these unwanted, this unwanted huge population, we want you, we love you, we receive you. So thank you for your participation, everyone. And we're going to take a break at this point. We'll be right back. Plenty more to come. Don't go away. Welcome back. Well, thank you for all of your comments on our call-in show today. Before we wrap up today's show, we're going to go straight to Rome to check in with beautiful Joan Lewis, who has some very important news for us. Joan, what's the latest news from Rome this weekend? Well, hi, Jim and Joy. Welcome to Rome and welcome to my home. You know, what a hugely important topic you have chosen for your focus this week. And it's the question, how can each one of us promote the sacredness and the wonderness of human life from the womb to the tomb? I mean, there's threats to life at every stage of life. Abortion, of course, in the womb, and euthanasia would be to the tomb, and there's threats um, in between. But, you know, I have to say that to, for us to take this mission on, it's kind of like baking a chocolate cake. You have to have great ingredients and you have to have a good recipe. So how do we defend life? We do so by knowing the teaching of the Catholic Church on this. And I have to say you can do a lot of reading, but for me 
the preeminent document would be Pope John Paul's 1995 encyclical Evangelium Vitae, which means the Gospel of Life. It is a beautiful document on the explanation and defense of the Catholic teaching on, on human life. Now, what other things can we do in life other than being prepared to explain the church's position? There's a lot of ways we can, uh, we can contact our representatives in Congress and we can ask them to promote issues that promote life, that pass bills that promote life and human dignity. And by the way, I've discovered a great site called govtrack.us slash congress. And that is where you can find your representative, what bills they've passed, and how they have voted. And frankly, if you had time, you could contact every single member of, of Congress. Another way to be pro-life, of course, is to join uh, and support pro-life groups in your parish. And for heaven's sakes, if there isn't one, then you're going to have to create one. And another way I love, you can't really see how small it is, but you can get an idea. This small pin is called the baby feet pin, and it shows a pair of baby's feet at what would be 10 to 12 weeks of gestation. So when you wear this pin, and people are going to come up and look at it, and they're going to ask you what that is, and guess what? You know the teaching of the church, so you'll have to answer their, their question on that. And I also want to know, have you ever heard of Theology on Tap? Maybe we can do a show about that someday. But why not have, Google Theology on Tap and you'll see what I'm talking about. So why don't we sometimes have a pro-life on tap group? Think about it. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll start one here. But I, I think the most important thing, other than knowing the, the church teaching on pro-life issues, we have to be passionate about it. And the thing is today, we can be passionate, but we also have to be courageous in always defending, explaining and defending the church's position on, on pro-life issues. We have to stand firm on the moral issues. And you know what I've discovered? There's a Latin phrase that might very well uh, define this for us, contra mundum. It kind of means versus the world, but I guess it would describe us as people who are going against the current. And the current is pretty sad, of course, in our country today, as you know. So um, it's got to be us contra mundum. Now, just to close, I want to say that the U.S. bishops website on this issue, and it has all kinds of points that if you have to talk to pro-life groups, it says only respect for life can be the foundation and guarantee of the most precious and essential goods of society, such as democracy and peace. So. Okay, folks, go out and be courageous, be bold, be contra mundum. And on those words, back to you. Joan, thanks so much for those wonderful insights and recommendations. Join us next time for a conversation with Joey Pontarelli, who'll be speaking to us about the challenges and risks faced by teens and young adults following their parents' divorce. Let us, with dauntless fidelity, preach the gospel of life to every generation. God bless you and all of your loved ones. Bye now.